a different car today than my usual vehicle. So I have to do a different setup. I don't know how this is going to be. Check, 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 check. Okay. Really wish I had a better way to do this, but I'm not finding it. So this is what we got. This is what we got. Anyway, hey, it's been a long time. It's been probably uh, five weeks since my last uh, podcast post. Um, Everybody's okay. So lots gone on uh, this summer. Uh, first of all, the reason I don't record podcasts during that six-week period is that uh, I don't have this drive that I usually take. Uh, and let's see, we got gas. All right, good. So <clears throat> uh, without that drive, I don't really have the the time set up, and it's kind of a routine to do this podcast on that drive. So yeah, just take a little break during the summer. I, I thought about doing some podcasts here and there, but nothing really pressing uh, came up. So yeah, just took a little break, and we should be back on it here in a bit. I uh, haven't really checked back to see how the podcast is doing either. I've really been away from it. Uh, but a lot's been going on. So I'm getting closer and closer to my concert date. It's less than two weeks away now. Uh, well, I've got one concert at the end of this week. And I've got a concert at the end of next week. <clears throat> I guess officially it's the beginning of both weeks. They're, they're both on Sundays. Uh, drinking a nice latte this morning. Light roast espresso, and I'm in my uh, my wife's car or our family car. It's a minivan, much newer than my old car, and I say old car because I got rid of it. Uh, I ended up selling my old car and am now in the market uh, for one to replace it. Um, we happen to have an extra car right now because my daughter Erica's back in the states. Uh, she started her second semester so that car is available so my wife will be using that car while I'm using this car and we'll probably switch back and forth depending on what we need because this is a eight passenger minivan and the car she's driving is a four passenger uh, what they call a K car it's a, a light K stands for Kadui or, or uh, light in Japanese only only takes uh, four people very small very tight for people. <laughs> so she's going to drive that for a while and, and then uh, I'll be looking for a, a replacement for my Toyota Surf, also known as a 4Runner. Man, it was a real emotional time to let go of that thing. That was one of my, one of the cars I always dreamed to own that I actually thought I may never get to and I got the chance and uh, jumped at it. And uh, came up for inspection this week, or sorry, last week, I guess, and uh, the repairs that it was going to have to undergo exceeded the value of the car, and I had a previous offer on the car, so I decided to take the offer uh, and not pay all of the inspection money, and then hopefully get into something that will um, be a little bit, a little bit newer, a little bit fewer 
uh, miles on it and uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with that right now so uh, I don't know I guess I can turn the rear AC off uh, this is a good car I'm in we just had it inspected and gone through went through the ringer and so right now it's driving like a dream yeah doubt if it has some new tires and stuff like that but it's a, it's a good car it's a Nissan uh, Serena or Serena <clears throat> I don't think these exist in this in the States but it is it is the most popular Japanese minivan most successful um, Japanese minivan but it's not quite the class that my surf was it's a little noisy on the roads it's a little bit more um, in some ways it's noisier it's got a smaller engine what have you um, but it's way more comfortable inside I would say probably less wind noise and things like that and definitely more economical so yes I am on my way to my uh, normal job and man not you know theologically speaking not a whole lot's been going on this summer um, because my summer's been focused on getting ready for this concert and <clears throat> I guess I could talk about that a little bit um, so I think I shared with you that this concert had been causing me just lots and lots of stress uh, the lead up to it and th there are different I don't know what to call it personality types or whatever but there are different kinds of people in the world uh, there are people who are very detail oriented uh, who are very organized uh, I suppose there are people who are detail oriented but disorganized you know that that happens too uh, and there are big picture people who are less worried about the details and more worried about the big picture the the the, the final goal philosophies for example of why we do what we do things like this and I, that's that's obviously more me but then then you add in the fact that I, I'm I'm uh, in the arts uh, I hesitate to call myself an artist because I don't feel like I have dedicated especially recently enough time to be to be called a true artist in that fashion I I kind of come into the arts and I flow out of the arts and it's kind of an ebb and flow for me but I still think that it has a some kind of a mark on my personality the fact that I chose uh, a profession in the arts as opposed to uh, something you know technical or um, you know managerial or you know whatever something in business or sciences or whatever I chose to be a performer that that was my career choice I wanted to be a music performer and that has turned out to be uh, challenging very difficult uh, I'm I'm almost positive that had I stayed in in America in the States uh, that I would have been able to make a living doing just that I think I would have uh, been able to do that for for quite a long time given my my voice part right the part that I sing and how much it's in demand uh, and, and how little it demands on you <laughs> if that makes any sense um, 
it's physically perhaps perhaps now it is case by case depending on the, the rep repertoire that you sing but it is perhaps less taxing than say being a uh, I don't know a held in tenor or you know uh, certain other types of voices that may re require uh, incredibly um, high sustained pitches for example uh, baritones are usually characters right old men Sometimes with evil, the evil guy. <clears throat> Not sure they replaced that Barry. It's still popping. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I've been getting ready for this concert, and I just decided pretty early on that it was going to be too much for just me right now. Uh, I I. I just, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling inspiration. And inspiration for somebody uh, in the arts is, can be everything, right? Now, there are different things that can inspire you. Like, I get that. Like, you may just be inspired to be on the stage, and, and it wouldn't matter what you say. Uh, but that wasn't me this time. And you could be inspired by the beautiful music that you chose, and that wasn't happening for me. Uh, you could be inspired by duty. You could be inspired um, by love. You could be inspired by hate. You could be inspired by all kinds of things. But I was feeling no inspiration at all for this concert. And it made it incredibly difficult. Because concert preparation is all about the details. Right? It's, it's, it's all in the details. Uh, the details of getting the music right and the words right and the interpretations right uh, and and without the details really there, there's not going to be any concert right you can't just get up there and think about the big picture uh, at some point details come into play <laughs> there's just no way around that uh, and so yeah, so I was just feeling zero motivation. I tried to cancel the concert, but the other people involved just would not let me. They, they uh, just did not want to let me give up on it. And they had, you know, let's be honest, they, they had time uh, invested and, and maybe some money invested in the concert as well. And So anyway, I pushed through and, and changed some things and found some motivation in, in the music that I'm going to sing. And I, I made some big changes. I was going to do five pieces by Schubert um, from the 24 song cycle, 24 song song cycle, Winterreise, uh, which is Winter Journey. Something, uh, it's something, uh, a milestone that I've been wanting to, uh, to complete and it was just going nowhere. I couldn't memorize it. It, it really was just static. Uh, no matter how much I practiced, nothing was going into my brain. I just wasn't motivated. So I decided to take out the main thing that I was going to do and, and, and do some other things. And that made a lot of the difference. Um, that made a lot of difference. Uh, another thing is we brought in some people and groups to kind of make it where it wasn't just me. I'm going to end up singing probably 10 or more songs 
just by myself, but somebody else is going to come in and sing four or five, and then there's going to be a group that's going to do four or five, maybe six. Uh, so I'll still be the main part of the concert, but it's not just going to be me up there. I, I think I've passed the point in my life where I want it to be all about me, if that makes any sense. It doesn't really, that, that doesn't lure me anymore. Uh, I... And I, and I think I'm past the point where I think people actually want that. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe I just don't know what I'm doing, and that's possible. But, um, yeah, anyway, producing your own concert like this is a lot of work. And, and these last couple months, uh, my wife and uh, Mrs. Hedai, who, who is my pianist and, and a producer in her own right, uh, we three have been working very hard um, to get this thing to go, and we're still in the middle of trying to sell, sell tickets and, you know, the promotion and handing out flyers to everybody we need and trying to bring people in. And it's really a lot of detail work, and that exhausts me. But... Uh, especially these last, I'd say this last month, I have been really motivated to practice and practicing is another one of those details that just doesn't appeal to me. I, I've never enjoyed practice for the sake of practice. Um, <clears throat> I love performing. I love being on stage and, and delivering um, words and music to an audience. That, that invigorates me when I'm there, but all of the anticipation uh, beforehand just doesn't do much for me and I'm not the kind of guy like I'm not detail oriented right I don't notice a lot of details that go by the wayside and so I really have to gear myself up uh, to psych myself out to get involved in the details and it doesn't come easy to me uh, and yeah I mean I'm sure that's a deficiency in my character um, but I don't know what else to say about that it's just it's just who I am. Um, for better or for worse. <clears throat> uh, which is why I love this podcast. You know, I, I don't really prepare a lot for it. Yeah, I need to change batteries and, 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 you know, upload files and things like this. But once I get into a routine, a rhythm of doing that, it, it all makes it so much uh, more easier, uh, more easier, easier and pleasurable for me. Um, the, the details are what it's all about. Uh, sorry, the, the details are not, the rhythm is what it's all about. When, once something's in a rhythm, you don't have to worry about the details so much because it just comes in the flow of what you're used to doing, right? It's not a detail. Uh, it's just something that you do almost automatically. Uh, like talking and driving on this specific ride every week. You know, it's something that I do now fairly easily. And if I weren't uh, talking while taking this drive, I, I think I would feel weird. In fact, today I was running late because uh, I had to get everything in this car that I usually don't take. Um, and I still made sure to get this recorder going no matter how late it was making me. And I may indeed be late to my job. I need to be careful not to be as much as I can. These people are great. They know me. I've been late before. They just kind of roll with it. Um, 
<laughs> and it is a long drive, let's be honest. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, that we're all in the preparation of this concert, and, and some of the songs that I decided to sing uh, that kind of brought motivation back into this, uh, one of the things I got back to my roots, back, and, and what I mean by roots is uh, when I first sang opera and some of the first pieces from operas that I sang were from Mozart and I've always loved Mozart since that time I've I, I had fallen in love with him before I even got to college and studied him uh, because I fell in love with the movie Amadeus for whatever reason uh, Amadeus is a, is a fictional movie based on a play by I think Schaefer uh, about the life of Mozart and his interactions with Salieri. It's actually told through the eyes of Salieri, not Mozart. Uh, but they they were in this play uh, slash movie. They were rivals, and and Salieri was the big successful big shot of the time in Vienna. Uh, the court composer, uh, beloved by all the people and the king. And Mozart was the uh, quirky genius who didn't have all of the accolades, but was so obviously better than Salieri, uh, and Mozart knew it, uh, that it made Mozart arrogant, and it made Salieri very, um, I would say, insecure at first, and eventually angry and hateful, spiteful, uh, because Salieri, being a composer, knew that Mozart was superior to him. He, he, he knew it, right? He knew that what Mozart did, he could not do. And But all the people didn't necessarily know that. Mozart and Salieri knew that, and that was enough uh, for them to create tension between them. Uh, and of course, uh, posterity remembers uh, Mozart uh, but has forgotten Salieri, uh, except for this play, right? But we, his, his music is not performed. It's, it's, it's not great. It's nothing special. It's certainly not timeless. <clears throat> Whereas Mozart's music has proven to be timeless. And anyway, so I, I was, I was into Mozart, uh, while I was in high school. The, the movie came out in 84. I probably saw it in 84, 85, probably on video. And that movie greatly inspired me. Now, I didn't, have any aspirations toward classical music at the time. I didn't. Maybe I didn't know it was inspiring, but I love that movie. And it was like a three-hour movie, like crazy long. Uh, and you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, found it boring. Although it did win Academy Awards, uh, notably for Best Picture. But <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah. So I started in music school in 87 uh, and I started gravitating toward, toward opera I would say in 88, 89 and I think in maybe in 1990 I sang my first opera and I, I had the lead baritone role Papageno in the, in the opera The Magic Flute or uh, in Japanese Mateki Mateki or in English, or uh, sorry, German, the original, uh, 
die Zauberflöte. Die Zauberflöte. So anyway, so I started singing uh, Mozart and it seemed to do well for me. Like, I don't know what it is about Mozart, but it, it fit well in my voice. Uh, I really got into uh, singing Mozart and and uh, my first two operas were both Mozart and I've done uh, three full operas of Mozart, uh, at least, maybe more. There are only really four or five operas of Mozart that are done. Uh, there's one notable opera that I have not done, and that's Don Giovanni. Uh, I pretty much have done a lot of the music in it. I, I know the opera very well. Uh, I've studied it, uh, but I haven't been able to perform it yet. I, I hope to someday, but operas are not really coming my way these days. And what maybe what you, you don't know about opera is that opera is probably the most expensive performing art to produce. Uh, opera is, is, or opera, 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 opera is the, comes from the word operation that we still use in, in operate, operation, right, an operation. Uh, it, it is a work, right? A work of really all the arts. Opera involves uh, not only vocal music, but instrumental music at the highest level. Uh, it involves fashion design uh, at the highest level. It, it involves acting, not always at the highest level, but acting nonetheless. Uh, it involves art itself, itself such as stage design. Uh, and it involves uh, the best music halls to produce them in because they have to have the best acoustics. <clears throat> and all of this together means uh, makes for an incredibly expensive production. And to boot, it's a niche entertainment genre. Right? There, there are not a lot of people that just say, man, I can't wait to get back to the opera. Now there are some, and there are quite a few, but it's nothing like movies or even musicals. Uh, opera is certainly an acquired taste uh, that many people have not acquired. Uh, and I think probably because of the, the, the rise of the internet and, and uh, access, I have a feeling it's gonna go up at some point, <clears throat> but it is still incredibly difficult to produce. You need the best singers, the best players, uh, and the best designers uh, to pull it off. And then you gotta you gotta get an audience, you know, and it's it's work at every level. Um, I'm not, I don't remember where I was going with this, but I guess what I'm trying to say is what I chose as a profession isn't something that I would say 99% of people would choose. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, incredibly difficult to make any money as a performing artist, much less in opera, one of the most, uh, one of the smallest niches, or I think I said niche, but niche, one of the smallest niches. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so Mozart sat well in my voice. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I love Mozart. I love his music. I love the stories that he chose to put to music. 
And so I, I chose to, in this concert, to go back to my roots a little bit. And so we're doing a set, uh, me and a soprano, uh, a set of music, all, all of Mozart, uh, from, I think, three of his uh, operas. We're doing a few duets and some arias, and it should be great. Like, it's, it's beautiful music. I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't love Mozart. You know, for me, uh, Mozart is just, just the pinnacle of what classical music is and, and always was always meant to be. You know, not not to put down any any other opera composers, and there are some great ones. Uh, Verdi, Wagner, Puccini, amazing, right? Amazing stuff there as well, and very different from Mozart. But there's something about Mozart and the way that he portrays humanity uh, that that speaks to people, and it speaks to me, I guess I should say, uh, specifically. So we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna do a a set of international songs, and uh, the soprano with whom I'm singing will be doing two songs, and I'll do another five uh, in that set. Uh, and then there's gonna be a chorus group that's gonna sing, and they'll come in and do. I'll do one uh, song with them. I'll do a solo with them, uh, and then yeah, I'll do a solo with them, and then. Uh, they'll do maybe five pieces without me, and then we'll all get together and do a finale together. Uh, and I was able to choose music that, that really inspired me, finally. I finally found my way to that music. Uh, and so there are two pieces, two pieces that I've never performed. Another one that I haven't performed in probably 30 or more years. Yeah. And then another one that I probably haven't performed in 28 years. Something like that. I'm not even sure. Right around there. Uh, so I'm bringing some music back that I haven't performed uh, in a long time. And some that I've never performed. Uh, and some songs that I didn't even know until I, you know, decided to do it for this concert. And I'm bringing in some not so classical music, right? All of these songs, except for one, we usually wouldn't label as classic, but maybe folk music. And one of them is an out-and-out -out American country slash pop song uh, that has been near and dear to my heart for many years that I'm, we're going to try as an encore. <clears throat> yes, Cats Out of the Bag, we actually plan our encores. We make it look like it's not planned. Um, but uh, we, we actually we actually plan them um, <laughs> because uh, yeah because you have to I mean it's one of the details uh, you want to sing something uh, that's ready for an encore not something that's not ready and uh, yeah encores used to be just repeating music that you had just done but now they're usually a piece that, that you do well, that you didn't program for the concert, but that everybody knows, the crowd favorite kind of thing. But yeah, we, we've got one planned uh, for that as well. But yeah, getting the details of the program done, and, and plus we're dealing in multiple languages, so, you know, translations and, 
and you know figuring out what the audience needs to know about a song and maybe what you know they don't need to know and just all those details um, it's it's a lot of work and most of that work has been done by my wife my beautiful wife Tomoko who's been working hard for this concert uh, and then uh, Miss Herai who's also playing piano uh, she's been working hard for this as well I have been trying to focus on the music uh, because my voice is the one that's got to be on point uh, and is up there exposed for all to see. So that's been my biggest thing and, and getting motivated. If I'm not motivated, I won't practice. But man, I've been practicing a lot lately and it's been feeling great and my voice is starting to pop a little bit and so I'm excited about it. Um, unfortunately though, I'm going to be construction up ahead that I didn't know about. <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, uh, that concert is uh, coming soon. You know, one of the things that's always worried me, well, not always, it's something that's kind of As I've grown older and changed and, and, and as I, I hope, am growing closer to Christ, there, there's a lot of things that, that have worried and bothered me about performing arts. There's obviously a lot of ego involved, uh, no matter what it is, uh, and that's in the arts in general. Uh, there's a lot of focus on self um, and, and a lot of selfishness. Really does and can come into it. Um, so figuring out a way to be a solo performing artist and yet not being selfish is is incredibly difficult. Um, it's it's sort of like a marathon runner. That, that doing doing a concert like this is sort of like preparing for a marathon. And. Physically, the, the physical toll that it takes out of you uh, in an hour or two of performing uh, is just, it's not something that can be explained. It's really something that can only be experienced. Um, and then singing the, the difficult kind of music that we choose. And as a trained opera singer, we, we are known for our ranges from, from singing very low and until very high and we're always uh, somebody has, has described it as walking on the edge of the volcano we always walk on that edge of the volcano where we're trying not to fall in but we got to stay right on the edge that's where the excitement is that's where um, that that's where you want to be right so to be able to get to a note a precariously high note and hold it without it falling into the volcano and and to make it beautiful right to add beauty and vibrancy to the tone uh, is something that you don't just wake up and do uh, it's it's something that that you've got to condition your voice to do through singing and exercises 
uh, and repetition uh, and and you can't overdo it it's the same as you know uh, the same as sports uh, we're, we're talking about muscle uh, muscle activation and strengthening right um, singing is must muscular right it's, it's muscular there's a lot of muscles involved in producing tone <clears throat> obviously there has to be whether it's the breathing uh, or you know what what goes on in in your throat muscles are are what's going you know making everything happen and so getting those muscles to the point where they can do what you need them to do so that the audience will be pleased uh, is a process uh, and it you never know if you're ready until you get on stage. You never know if you've done enough or maybe if you've done too much until you get on stage and you're in it, right? That, that's when you know. And of course, the, you know, nerves are gonna set in at that time. There's gonna be uh, some nerves that, that come in and, and mess with you and adrenaline and there's gonna be all kinds of things going through your mind and going to be in a big hot tuxedo and it's going to be sweaty and there's going to be lights and there's going to be people and maybe a baby cries and you know a cell phone goes off and there's all kinds of things that can throw your attention but you have got to tiptoe on the edge of the volcano in order to bring the audience something uh, that they will deeply feel and it's it's not an easy thing right it messes with your head <clears throat> messes with your mind uh, and yeah and some some of us are good at it some of us are not as good at it but none of us nail it every time uh, this is a thing about live performing I think today we're gonna talk about music as opposed to anything about the gospel um, it's just the direction we're going I'm gonna おはようございます。マイケルです。おはようございます。はい。今日はちょっと渋滞あって、あの、5分ぐらい遅るかもしれないで、あの、教えてください。はい、すいません。はい。はい、よろしくお願いします。はい。はい、どうも。So yeah, the performing arts, the, uh, li sorry, live, I guess performing arts is always live. I think that's the point. Uh, getting it right, the first, you know, this concert, I'm doing it once. It's one shot. 
I've got one shot to get each song to a place where the people go, wow, I'm better for having heard that. Like, I'm glad I heard that. And yeah, and there, there are going to be some people that are there just to support me. Like, you know, I'm his friend. I, I'm kind of obligated to go. And I, I hate that people feel that. And I personally, if if it gets to the point where, where that's what I'm sensing, I, I think I should stop performing I don't I don't see the point of holding peace people uh, obligated to listen to me perform if I'm not engaging enough right somehow I want to I want them to want to go you know that that's the only point of this for me if I'm doing something for them if if they're just doing something for me then you know there's no point of doing this at all <laughs> that's not that's not right you know that that's that's that doesn't help me. I don't want to perform just because people are, feel obligated to go. I don't want people to go because they want to go. Because maybe I'm going to sing something that will uh, be interesting to them, that will make them think or make them feel, uh, and and hopefully when they leave they they're refreshed, invigorated, even inspired. That's what that's what I want. course it's not all about what I want but but see this this is the this is the whole problem of performing artists especially solo performing artists is that there is a lot of pressure on you to do and to be and to uh, uh, a lot of responsibility right for concerts and things like that and, and all of this all like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is all of this is really difficult like it's it's hard and there's a whole huge part of the population that would never even think about doing anything like this. Uh, maybe they try it once and then be out, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just yucky. So yeah, this is this next, this first weekend, this next Sunday, I have a, a concert. I have a small part in a concert, uh, baritone soloist for the uh, 4A Requiem and my part's not huge. Uh, but it's still, when I'm singing, it's just me. Um, on the stage and the focus is going to be on me of course there's going to be a small orchestra that's playing around me and and uh you know it's not just me but still it feels like just me when it's my solo you know and i do kind of take the focus in on me the whole audience will focus on me and the audience will be breathing with me and then to some extent our hearts will synchronize because our breathing will synchronize so it's an amazing thing what music does to people it, it, it brings a synchronization to us uh, in a lot of ways it, it does that ideologically you know if we all believe in the words of the national anthem of America for example uh, there is a, a kind of a, a bond that happens when we sing it together with other people I'm not making the case of the American national anthem but being American I, I've seen that happen and I understand it Right? There's a, there's a, a, synchron, a synchronicity that happens when singing the national anthem at a uh, large place. But it's not, it's not just ideologically. It can just be physiological. Uh, where we start breathing together and our hearts synchronize uh, in some way, shape, or form. And I think this has been studied, how uh, choir members' hearts synchronize when they're singing music together, which is a super interesting thing. Like, 
It's pretty phenomenal. There's a lot we don't know about this phenomenon that we call music. Um, phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. That's not right. Anyway, uh, yeah. I guess I could wrap this up by saying that, you know, I, I know what Jesus was doing was a lot like a solo performing artist as well in his ministry on earth. You know, there was a lot of a lot of eyes on him, a lot of focus on him, and a lot of blame on him when people perceived that things were not going well. Uh, and, and I think he took a lot of responsibility uh, on himself. Uh, obviously, he took all the responsibility on himself uh, to, to bring the message that he wanted to bring to people. The message of love and forgiveness and acceptance. And, and yet he did it humbly, and he, he did it in such a way uh, that um, he was focused on everyone else and not on himself so much. His focus was on his disciples and the, and the people in need around him and less on himself. And I suppose that's something that I can take and try to integrate into the way that I perform, that that really, as a performer, my, my concern should be for the people in the audience uh, and, and not for me. Uh, and that's a difficult thing to do because, the, like I said, there is a lot of personal preparation that you have to do and you, you have to be careful not to get sick and you have to be careful. Uh, speaking of which, I need my hands. I'm going to have to wash my hands a lot today with all these kids. Ugh. It's a bad idea. It's my job, though. So, um, you know, to not get sick, to, to, to take care of your body, to take care of your voice, uh, to not overtax yourself in this way or that way. And, and uh, it does become very, you know, you can became, become very self-centered. And Christ never became self-centered, even though he was somewhat of a, you know, He, he, you know, he was a performing artist in a lot of ways. He was a public speaker. He was a teacher. <clears throat> and he was put on the spot a lot by people. Uh, and, yeah, maybe that's a, a focus for me. Hmm. All right, well, I got to run. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.